that she said that Tupac had alopecia um, <laughs> and just didn't tell anybody about it, which I'm not saying that that's not possible. I'm just saying. Well, it's such a debilitating disease. Why would you want anyone to know? obsessing over Jada and Will and it's really weird because we had previously men talked about um Will and Jada and I think it was Well you know April. I'm our beat reporter on on that particular uh subject. Yeah. So and I've been on I, top of it. <laughs> yeah. So I think I've been doing a lot of catching up right now, you know. It's like years worth of catching up in the span of a week. That's why I've been personally online too much. But um, I'm feeling like our past conversation, and for context, this is on our first episode. We were largely discussing Will and Jada, but within the context of um, Chris's stand-up about it that happened. Yeah. and. It's crazy uh, to think we've been doing this that long. <laughs> I know. Oh, look at us. We're consistently yeah. inconsistent, but we're going to get better. I promise. <laughs> hey, we're still here. That's all that counts. <laughs> we're here. We're trucking. Um, but I think that my stance has definitely evolved. It's crazy what actually researching a topic does to you, you know? <laughs> yeah. But... Um, so uh, that's what I've been spending a lot of my free time on because <laughs> I have healthy practices. Oh, shit. What about you? What have you been perusing outside of death and despair? You know, just I've pretty much just been chilling. Um, nothing special. I, I, I was working on. Uh, so I've been trying to jailbreak or re jailbreak my phone, not my actual phone I use, but another phone that I've just had kicking around. Because, you know, I always liked the, the, the five C's, you know, and so I ended oh. up getting one like a year or so ago. Um, but I don't, you know, it's, I, I got it to use it because I kind of wanted to do like a halfway dumb phone thing. But mm. um, it just didn't, you know, it, it was really hard to use it. And of course, I, I like started using it as my main phone when we went on a trip down to this like lake house that that uh, that we like stay at every now and then. And uh, it was just awful. Like, I ha I was the one trying to GPS because everyone else was old and I was using this old-ass oh. phone. <laughs> the timing is impeccable on this decision. Oh, I know, I know. So that was kind of the nail in the coffin for me using it because I didn't have any other use for it. And now I'm trying to figure out how to use it to have free Spotify. Um, 
my long-term plan is to finally kind of set up a server for myself to access my music remotely. But that's going to take a little bit of time. And in the meantime, I need to be able to listen to music, you know, while I'm doing stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much been it. Pretty cool. Maybe you could soup it up and then sell it like how people did with Flappy Bird. You remember? Is that what it was called? Mm-mm. Flappy Bird. Uh, meaning I don't know. Oh. Like a, okay. like a game? I think I'm showing my age a little bit, but I remember, I think we were probably sophomores in high school and flappy bird was that game where you would tap it and a bird just go up 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 down 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 and it was yeah, like yeah yeah and i guess they just stopped having it on the app store so people were like selling phones that had flappy bird downloaded onto it for a f- i heard about this way too okay. much money i don't actually <laughs> now that it, i'm thinking about it it's been 11 years since that happened could have just been like made up honestly because i don't remember actually seeing anybody care that much about the fucking game but i mean someone did i don't doubt that there were enough people that did for it to be one of those things like um you know that they'll have these stories that come out every now and then like uh there was a point i'm sure you remember this where specific kind of it was like disney their vhs collection that they would really they had a multiple collections that they would release basically series mm-hmm. and there was one in particular that everyone was saying was really valuable and you know the idea was if you've got them go ahead and sell them if you don't you need this one you know and so anyway long story short my, my family's they, they hoard stuff like they hoard everything sometimes like for collecting other times just because you might need it and other times mm-hmm. because you think it'll be valuable in the future. And this was one of the things my mom thought was eventually going to be valuable was VHS tapes. So she had held on to these these tapes oh, thinking they'd get valuable. And by the time this happened, she was like, oh, see, I told you she was ready to round them up and try to like asking me how, to, how eBay works and stuff. And just like that, because they make up these things, there's only maybe like a dozen people that care about the thing that wasn't really a phenomenon but so we had some tapes that she had taken from storage to give to us to store for her and the ones these disney ones she thought we had we did not have but she was convinced to this day she's still convinced and so she thinks that our maintenance man from our apartment complex had had crawled had like crawled up to our second floor apartment like the deck because we had it stored in a closet outside and Unlocked the door so that he could get these Disney tapes. <laughs> yeah, I know that. That's how that's how complicated the scenario has to be for someone to have stolen some videotapes from my house. <laughs> that's a really cool story that I don't think is real, but I really hope that she finds those tapes one day. <laughs> I don't know. She won't because it, none of that's important. But anyway, yeah. I've been working on jailbreaking my phone. And it's in her heart. I mean, you know, like peace about. The yeah, <laughs> I, I hope she does, too, because, again, I'll joke with her about it. And she still acts like like I'm I'm being dismissive by saying that there's no way that that happened. Oh, <laughs> <Lordy>. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, why don't, why don't you roll us in with with the first topic? OK, well, before we get into the big meaty boy, which is. Jada, I really wanted to talk about this, just about Gen Alpha and their 
developing sentience, I suppose, because now they've started creating memes. And well, before you start, there might be a lot of people out there like me who do not know what Gen Alpha is and thought that Zoomers were the the people indefinitely until something big happened that indicated that we needed a new generation. I don't think that that's how generations work, but no, that's literally how they work. Okay. Uh-huh. It's like I just boomers, thought it was like, if you were born boom. in this chunk of time, you're this. And then if you're born in that chunk of time, you're that now. Um, nah, Cause it's, but, cause it's not real, you know, it's like a, it's a fake demographic kind of grouping. So it's like boomers yeah. are like literally baby boom. Then Gen Xers were when the baby boomer, well, I guess that's, that's, I'm being derivative, but like, Gen Xers were when the hippie stuff was ending. That's pretty much, I guess, I think where they cut it off, cut the line is like social change in the West is where they draw that line. Okay. And then millennials came about because those were the people who were coming into like new, newer technologies like video games and stuff. Then uh, the Zoomers came after that because it was like after uh, it was like after like inter- like literal internet shit. As far as I understand. I kind of, okay, so if you want to look at it within the frame of just, you were born in this period of time, therefore you are this generation, which is just how I personally am going to subscribe to it right now. Um, Gen Alpha, born between 2010 and 2024-ish, so they're still being popped out. But the oldest ones are like middle schoolers, so they're on the internet on their own. Okay. Making things. It's kind of crazy. But I guess I was doing that too, so never mind, it wasn't that crazy. But they're making memes, and I would like to introduce you to the one that has just been like brain rotting me because like millennials and Gen Z people are like co-opting it and like turning it into something that's just going to absolutely be dead in like two days. So you might as well enjoy it now while it's fresh. Um okay. So let's play it right now. And then it's in the link on the thingy. Okay. And let me, um, I guess we could leave it. Well, we're going to have to leave it running anyway, but um, we can just watch it together. Yeah. That way, if it's we like want to It's like 11 seconds. Cool. All right. Let me, I'm going to go ahead and uh, hit play now. Oop. No, I didn't mean to do that. But I think you can play YouTube on here. What is that? Uh, okay, so that's sticking out your yacht for the Rizzler. And for context, because I assume you might be a little confused about what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like AI? Like, did they, did AI make that? No, that was a literal child. I think it was like a nine year old kid and he was on Roblox and there's a song. Um, cannot fucking remember what it's called, but it was also a sound that was popular on TikTok. But it was just like sticking out your tongue for the picture. You're so popular or whatever. I don't know. Um, something like that. It was just a song. But then this kid made his own little version of it. And it's literally just a bunch of like isms that are just like things that people say now because it's funny 
And I don't think that there, I don't think you need to look too deep into the why it's funny. It's more just like absurdist, like this kid is like saying all these like words that would really confuse my dad, you know, let alone my peers. And we can break it down really quick. Yeah, I I would like to undo the puzzle because I I know Sigma, Mm because I'm a Sigma, so I know Sigma. (laughs) So, sticking out your gat for the Rizzler. um, Is that a glizzy? Is is the the gat the glizzy? Do you know what Riz is? Riz is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Rizzler is the guy who's rizzing, and your gat is... He who has the riz. <laughs> and then the, the gat's the gat, and you're sticking it out for the Rizzler. And is this like a um, hog? Like you know how like like you know, you'll crank your hog. It's not it's not literally cranking a motorcycle or like jacking off. It's just like a euphemism for like just doing your thing. Is I think what, it was like, more like you're sticking your ass and pussy out for the Rizzler type thing. Oh, Okay. You know how like yeah, you know what I mean? Okay, anyways, like it this. is a little weird thinking about it. I thought it okay, was cool when you stuck the glizzy out. <laughs> okay, glizzy, out, no glizzies. We're not doing that. No no, no glizzies here. So <laughs> you're sticking out your gout for the Rizzler. You're so skibbity. Are okay. you familiar with the skibbities? No. Okay, that's a whole other can of worms that we might need to postpone because it is actually kind of bizarre how popular it is amongst children. Skibbity, long story short, there's like a head in a toilet. It's like there's a head and it's in a toilet and they're fighting like these machine guys that are like their heads are like computer type shits, but they're in suits and there's like a war between them. It's literally so big that people are selling like plushies and stuff of this shit it's like what the kids are into these days but anyway skibbity toilet um is its own meme that he is referencing so you're so skibbity i don't know why you're skibbity i don't know how one becomes skibbity i also feel like i am literally um right aging rapidly just by trying to explain this (laughs) but skibbity yeah those Um, uh those geico ads um where I don't like these ads, but it's a it's a good idea where the guy is like young people who are acting old, and then he's doing mm-hmm. like a group a group. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's how um, that's how I feel trying to understand this. <laughs> it really does kind of like let it sink in that like oh shit, twenty seven's the new seventy three. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm, an I'm internet age. So I, I I think maybe that makes it a little more uh, reasonable. And acceptable that I'm just so behind the times. Okay, so, I'm sorry. So what, what's the next thing in the <laughs> sticking in out this? your job for the Rizzler? You're so skibbity. You're so phantom tax. This one I did have to look up. Did not know what the fuck it meant, but I did know the person that phantom is. So do you know who Kai Kanat is? Okay, I've heard about this guy. Yeah, yeah he's he just like a. He's a what? Okay, I didn't know about that. Oh. Um, Pause? Yeah, he was giving away PS5s, and, and, and the white kids went crazy. <laughs> okay, that's, like, very... That's, like, Paul brother-coded a little bit. That's something that Jake Paul probably also did, like, six years ago. 
<laughs> but so Kai Kanat has like a little squad and one of them is Phantom. He does this thing in their streams where he's just like Phantom tax and then he just like eats some of your fucking food or something. I don't know. But okay, I don't know how one. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like, OK. And also, like, I did try watching some of their videos on YouTube. I don't think that they're like. Bad. That they're just kind of like there, you know, and kids like yeah. them. And I'm like, this is so much better than like jake and logan paul honestly so i'm kind of for it i'm like here for the not nefarious uh content creators that have a lot of children in their fan base um, i mean uh, you know guys that are older than me they're the they're the reason i even know who this guy is mm. um and they speak highly of of kai sanat like i guess like oh is it sanat that's that's the way I've heard people pronounce Might it. Might be. I just didn't know. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, <he> did... Kai. <laughs> my bad, Kai. Uh, but they seem funny. I enjoy them. Whenever they pop up on my TikTok feed, I always get a little hee-haw out of it. So Phantom Tax is that, but somehow you are Phantom Tax. I feel okay. like, again, like not really any reason to think too hard into it. But then he says, I just want to be your Sigma. And that is my favorite part. I think it is just funny. It is all so stupid and make no sense because kids say this and like say Sigma. Huh? But it's so funny to me. It just gives me a little giggle. But in relation, in, I don't understand. I mean, like literally Sigmas do engage with others. So mm. I understand how someone can be a Sigma in relation to someone else. But I don't really understand, like, in the way that we use the, like, in the way we refer to a Sigma. I don't understand how someone can be given, can be knighted, you are my Sigma, or I'm your Sigma, or whatever, whatever it was. I don't know, but I'm here for it. Like, is it like, like, to you, I'm, I'm like, I'm like the ambivert. Is that kind of? I don't know, isn't it like Sigma is better than Alpha because you're like an Alpha who's like, a loner lone wolf type who's just like oh like oh brooding or something oh, i don't know i'm thinking of the other one i'm something else i forget what my thing is but i'm not a sigma yeah I, you're right about that yeah, yeah um yeah regardless to me i'm like it doesn't matter whether or not it makes sense the fact that it doesn't make sense is what is funny and the fact that it is a literal like seven to nine year old kid Singing it over Roblox is also really fucking funny to me. But also, and, what's Roblox? Because I I heard about it when um when Kim Kardashian was talking about her kids seeing the, the ad for the sex tape or whatever. <laughs> but I don't really know what it like. It's a game, and it's, it's a, a game, game that kids like to play. Do you remember when people were really into Second Life, like fifteen yeah. years ago? I feel like it's like that, but children only. It's also like Tetris a little. No, see, like, I don't know, because I just totally like this is one of those things where it's like, I don't know how this just like slipped past me. And I never even like thought about trying <laughs> it. I think I just had been like slightly too old for it. Yeah, um, yeah. Like was just the right age for when Minecraft came out too old for Roblox, you know, okay. um, regardless, <laughs> makes it even funnier because it's just these little stupid Lego guys just going like eh, Rizzler, you know anyways <laughs> the reason i even brought this up to begin with is because it has like been painfully stuck in my head it's making me physically ill i am sweating shitting crying bleeding i am so sick of this fucking me that it is what it is so but the all thing right, is, is that all these like out. 
30 year olds have been like making memes off of the meme that I'm like that's lame that's lame they did not funny anymore but you we, know what we started well we started watching not we didn't start but we watched a little bit of Daria uh, again recently and you know I love that show that's one of my favorite shows yeah. uh, I, I went crazy when I found out about it because I was like Oh man, this is this 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 is like I relate. Like this is so me, you know. <laughs> it's like Teen Girl King of the Hill, honestly. Yeah, but then I I, I went you know go back, going back and watching it again. She's totally she's like the unicorn, actually autistic girl. <laughs> like she's actually autistic. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so the reason I brought it up is because uh, you know that episode. I think it's called the Lost Girls. Where the the lady that oh, that runs like a teen magazine ends up visiting her at her school for like a it was some, it was you know the, there's a plot but long story short she was being shadowed for a day by this annoying like forty year old woman who was acting like she was fifteen. <laughs> no. And 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 the whole time the lady just kept just 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 saying nonsense, just be, saying stupid shit. But she thought she really she thought she was down, you know. And so that's why I think, yeah, nah, if, if you're over the age of, yeah, like, like, I don't know, maybe 15, I don't think there's a reason to try to, you're, you're only going to do it bad if you try to copy yeah. this. <laughs> I am very, like, as old as it makes me feel, I am just kind of stoked to see the kids, like, popping off with their silly little hee-haw memes, and yeah. I'm curious to see how the skibbities uh, play out, you know? Well, I'll rely on you to be our reporter for this particular thing. Um, I'm I'm just not going to see it in the wild, and I don't want to put myself in the That's places fair. where I will. So, <laughs> or don't I'm going to rely you. on you. But again, speaking aye, aye. of of beats on this show, because you know we're following, we we keep our 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 ear and our like like finger to the pulse of what's happening mm. out there, and so you know naturally. It, it's a tough job, but we do what's asked of us. We have to stay in touch and see what's going on. Now, obviously, one person's strengths will be another person's not so strength, not so strong, even if they are still strong on it. This is one of those things coming up that I definitely, this is a high, high strength for me because mm. I, well, whatever. Go, go ahead and, and tell us what's going on here. But I, I just wanted to give that preface to let the people know. I'm, 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 I've been following this situation closely. For I do <laughs> really appreciate your like, uh, you just being the like how in house expert on this because this is like two totally different perspectives. Somebody who's like brand new, like baby newborn deer in the headlights type situation, and you have just yeah. been aware of this. So we are going to be discussing as everybody and their mother has been, Jada. Pinkett Smith? Nah, cut the Smith off. She she doesn't deserve it anymore. But to be fair, Will doesn't deserve it anymore either. (laughs) (laughs) So we can just cut Smith, period. Just Jaden and Will. You guys don't have last names anymore. (laughs) But Jaden and Willow do. I think that they've been through enough just being their children, honestly, at this point. So I'm kind of like, you're the only actual Smiths here. And also yeah. his other son who doesn't, like, do stuff. A random guy that we always see in the pictures but know nothing about. <laughs> I love that for him because, bitch, oh, yeah. like, same. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But regardless, uh, as everyone knows, she has been on her little 
book tour, um, doing fuckloads of press about it, apparently. I don't even know if she's the one doing the press at this point, because it seems like everybody's just, like, fine-tooth comb looking through, like, what the fuck she's been saying, because she says some really out-of-pocket stuff. Well, and, I, and I would like to welcome Jada Pinkett to the show. It, hey, look, we're ready to have the sit-down. This, this isn't quite a red table, but I'd say it's like a... I don't know. I'd say it's a, a maroon table. You know, we're on the way to getting to shining quite as bright as that show shined. But my hey, table is uh, like the little cafeteria table that's like 30 inches off the ground in like kindergarten. <laughs> and we're going to have to sit in the little chairs that adults shouldn't be in. But yeah, no, she can come on. Hi. But yeah, so I, I know we may lose you, Jada, because we're not going to give you, we're not going to give you, hand deliver you a puff piece. You've got to earn it if you're going to get sympathy and, and sentiment, sentimentality from us. But you got to make it make sense because that's what the main, uh, <laughs> main component of what I want to talk about is. We okay, so you could probably attest to the variety of other bullshit things that she said. Um, my main interest right now is the stuff that she has been saying about Tupac. Walk around acting like he pock. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that that part <laughs> um so she's just been saying a lot of stuff i feel like again i know that this might not be like hot news to everybody but i don't care i love it it's juicy um first things first i don't really okay so there's not really a specific order because it kind of seems like this all came out of the same thing but i just wanted to highlight the most confusing parts to me the first and like simplest being that she said that tupac had alopecia um <laughs> and just didn't tell anybody about it which i'm not saying that that's not possible i'm just saying well it's such a debilitating disease why would you want anyone to know you have it it's just like having aids you wouldn't tell anyone unless you're brave like jada pinkett is so or if you're brave like Will and you slap bitches who make jokes about it. He's the ally that alopecia survivors need, actually. Um, but I'm just kind of like, if he did have it and he didn't tell anybody about it, why do you think that you should be the one to announce that to the world that he had it? You know? <laughs> So that's why Tupac was bald. <laughs> Is it... <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just I can't take this woman seriously. <laughs> I'm just I'm so gonna confused. laugh <laughs> So um... yeah. So and so you know. So I I've, I watched the full. Uh, I think it was the Today Show or one of those shows. They did a, a NBC special. Sit down with uh, Jada Pinkett. And, they got a lot of free time, apparently. They don't really want to talk about the, like, actual things happening right now, I guess. Oh, yeah, 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 apparently. I mean, again, look, it's the Today Show. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't want them to be heavy. Any, You know, no one wants them to be heavy. I don't want so. them to tell us their opinions on this, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, so, you know, so I, oh, okay. They've been, like you said, they've been leaking, or we spoke about it earlier at the very least. They had been leaking these clips and these clips were, like, long enough to make you really want to watch it. Because it wasn't just, like, you know, 30-second hit, like, yeah, and Pac had alopecia. Now, she didn't say that in this interview. She said it at some yeah. other stop. But, yeah, I just want to... This thing, it was... 
it, it was a, it was an, a huge epic task to sit through this this entire thing because mm-hmm. you know it's just there was so much self mythologizing there was so much yeah i'm tough there there was just a lot of a lot of media games a lot of like <laughs> I, you know i hate to say it but a lot of characteristically like like toxic femininity <laughs> kinds of media games you know manipulating people's emotions manipulating like presentation all this kind of stuff and yeah to respond directly to the tupac alopecia thing <laughs> so um Look, I'm no expert in alopecia. I proved that when, when all of this first started, and I didn't realize that you could have any hair and have alopecia. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not the most knowledgeable. But Tupac didn't have any... The characteristic signs of alopecia that I've seen on people, like the, the first person I ever knew of that had this disease was uh, Charlie Villanova or Villanova or something. Do you remember him? No. So very few of you out there will know this guy because he was kind of like an NBA bust. But um, yeah, he was like an NBA player, and he he got famous when he was a college basketball player. Uh, but yeah, I you know I think I told you before I used to have those sports almanacs where every mm-hmm. year they put the sports almanac out, and I would read all the shit. And so because he had a great year in college, they put him. You know, he had his dedicated little feature page in there. But um, yeah, anyway, the guy, like, you could tell his hair was, like, like thinning out in a way that was not natural. And so it was just really, like, his, he was bald, and, like, his eyebrows were thinning and shit. And so that's my like picture. Trey Young? No, no, no. This was, this was, like, a long time ago. This was, like... No, I mean, is, does, did he look like Trey Young? No, because Trey Young has a lot of hair. What, does he have what, alopecia? No, we can discuss this later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In fact, he's the opposite, but but nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so Tupac did not have alopecia. I'm I was not his doctor. I was hardly around when he was still alive, but he did not have alopecia. That's a lie. Mm. She go on to the next lie that, that we know that she told, please. <laughs> well Okay, I wanna just before we jump to that, I do want to say I don't care whether or not he had alopecia. I don't see why she just elected herself as the one to decide to tell everybody that. Well, he's no dead one now. asked. But he's also, though, that's so. what I mean. It's just like, <laughs> why are you going to tell everybody his business? Let him rest in peace. Goddamn. Like, she really does not want that for him, evidently. No. <laughs> um, also, this is October 17th that we're recording this. Apparently her book is out, like, being released today. Yeah. Or was yeah. released today. Ooh, book club idea. I really actually don't think I could sit through it without pissing myself I, in anger, so. I've been interested, because one thing she did do, oh, I'm not going to buy it. I will find a way to get it, but one thing she did do Allegedly. successfully. Yeah. Well, there's no alleged to this. I'm not paying money. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but she'd convinced me to to take a listen to the audiobook because mm. someone this deranged is gonna and this narcissistic will narrate or like will read their own audiobook. Yeah. And I want to hear how she how she reacts to the things that she says in this book. <laughs> so I actually would be interested in in doing a bit of a a review topic on this one. Okay. Let's we'll see. Because <laughs> I'm not going to read this. It's going to, my reading time has to be dedicated to other things. 
this will yeah. have to be audiobook for fair. me. <laughs> Very fair. Um the one okay, so this is the thing that I am the most perplexed by and intrigued by. And I would like to also shout out the TikToker Just the Prequel Does Miami because she put an actually like very in-depth and really good just like it was a short little TikTok, but it was like she was just clocking all the the questionable <laughs> timelines and with receipts and like these are words coming out of her own mouth and out of Will's mouth and just literal like actual facts of the dates that uh, in question. But essentially she was just like, yeah, he proposed to me when he was in jail at Rikers. And then she talked about how hard it was to go visit him at Rikers and then have to leave him in the condition that he was in at Rikers and Rikers Rikers. She was like, uh, like he proposed to her, whatever. So that's like, the big bombshell that, that he allegedly proposed to her. Very much so on the alleged part because I don't, I don't think anybody on this planet believes this bitch right now. Um, <laughs> here's the timeline though. I have it written out in a cute little timeline map. Oh, so there we go. I'm gonna give you the deets. So. I think, as we know, um, Tupac was convicted of sexual assault in 1995. We don't need to get that into deserves, that. <laughs> a topic that deserves its own conversation yeah. because that was a... There's, there's a lot of interesting stuff to talk about with that. That is a whole separate uh, situation. But regardless, he was convicted on February 8th of 1995 on... February 14th of 1995, he was admitted into Rikers. And keep in mind that at this point, he was already dating a woman named Keisha Morris. So he was already in a, a whole ass relationship that was not Jada. I don't, I'm not entirely sure if she knows that that wasn't her. But she might not know, but we know. Yeah, we fucking know. So he was in a relationship with Keisha Morris. He was admitted into Rikers on Valentine's Day. 1995. Um, he was only in Rikers for a little less than a month because on March 8th, 95, he was transferred to Clinton Correctional Facility in Clinton County, New York. Okay. And again, like he was only there for a few weeks. So we are already not working on a whole lot of time for where he could have proposed to Jada. Um, okay. And. She is saying that she would, like, visit him and, like, be all emo about it, and that's when he proposed. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, February 19th, let's go back a little bit. February 19th, Will says that he had just been served his divorce papers, like, five days before. So okay. he called Jada, asked if she was single. She was like, y'all. And then he was like... Blah, blah, blah. Like, we're together now. And she's like, okay. And she immediately, like, literally, like, that day or the day of, like, the next day, flew her ass over to L.A. She had been in the process of, like, buying a home in Maryland, I believe, and literally did not even spend a single fucking night there. That's how quickly she hopped her ass on a plane. Um, so, again... Tupac was only in Rikers from the 14th of February to the 8th of March. She flew to 
LA to be with Will on the 19th of February. That gives us roughly five days for when he could have possibly proposed to her in Rikers. Keeping in mind that, uh, surprise, he actually had already proposed to Keisha mm. before um, he was even admitted into Rikers. So he was already engaged. Damn. He was already engaged to a whole ass other person. And they got married on April 29th of 1995. So, as just as the prequel Does Miami said, there's only five days. The math is not mathing. You were over here in L.A. with Will. He was over there literally being engaged to somebody else. Who, mind you, Keisha Morris, like, when he moved, got transferred over to Clinton Correctional... She had, like, moved to be near him. Like, she was literally visiting him, like, on a daily basis, essentially. Like, so, huh? So, I'll say what I think about this. So, um, I'm going, I'm going to do this in an order because I have a few things to say. Uh, so, first of all, I think, I think it's very... If she did create and totally fabricate this scenario, I think that it's really funny that the way she put it together, she put it together where she was around a guy for a few days while he was going through some turmoil and drove him so crazy that he had to to propose to her while he was in jail. And I think it's funny that after she obviously rebuffed his advances... She then flew out and was proposed to by another guy. I think that that's, I think that's perfect for someone like her who seems to have the perspective about herself that she does. But I'm not mm. saying that that's not true. Because a, a few days are a few days. And I, Tupac was a rapper and he was kind of rising in his career. And I don't think it's, I, I think it's very plausible that he would just think he could get away with kind of, you know, wrapping up a bunch of women into his web. And it's like, okay, I'm about to go to prison or whatever. I would like to have as much female company around as possible. I, okay, so, yeah, I'm not going to pretend like he was a perfect person. Dog, dog, dog. I'm not even saying um, that. Much. And I know that he he didn't he, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, but didn't he have like a reputation for like floozing around a little bit with the ladies his his big hit by that point was i get around okay well <laughs> so, there you yeah. go so he let us know um but so yeah i'm not saying that it is impossible i'm just saying it is improbable you know i just don't i don't agree with you i think a man is a man and especially a man who's going to prison is going to try to have as many women in his contact list as possible <laughs> while he's going through that. And they did have a history. And as they never dated, though, know, right? No. Okay. Uh, they'd known each other for a long time. Although I am mm -hmm. very cautious about believing anything she has to say about anything, but particularly her relationship with Tupac. I do think that she is telling the truth that they were close friends for a long time. Yeah, I'm sure that they were. Um, and so if I, that's he had not definitely not the thing I'm questioning at all. Well, but if the if he had been harboring feelings toward her this whole time since they were teenagers, I 
do think it's very possible. I think it's very possible that he was or could have. And if that is the case, then I think it's also very possible, in fact, possibly more possible, that he would try to act on those feelings as he was going into prison and needed to kind of round up as many women to call him and visit him. And maybe if he got a conjugal visit, which I don't think he was there long enough for that, then he, you know, I think okay. it's, I think there's a decent possible, there's, it's just as possible as any of the other things she says. I'll put it that way. So it's <laughs> not likely, but it's not any less likely than any of the other things she says. Well, so I don't know. Like, I feel very weird about this because I don't like to just comb through what somebody says happened to them and like cherry pick and, you know, like overanalyze it. I mean, I, I do, do actually. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> but I do feel like bad, like questioning somebody's integrity in general because it's kind of like, that sucks. But like, I just. I, I think I'm more, I, I, I just don't think that she's given anybody any reason to take her word for anything. So I think it's pretty fair to have people really, really questioning what you're saying, especially about somebody who's dead and not capable of like providing their perspective of what did or didn't happen. And also, at this point, with the amount of just talking about him and just, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if maybe there's just, like, a lack of, like, gr processing grief or if you're just doing it too publicly or what. I don't know. Like, I just, I'm very, I'm very perplexed. I'm very intrigued, I will say. Okay. So I am, too. I'm not going to lie, if anything, she's been really good about marketing this memoir. <laughs> well, you know, what? I'll, another thing I'll say, because we're still on the topic of, of well, there's so much to get to with, with what she's been saying yeah. lately, but still on this particular topic, um, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if she basically is trying to like play a extra play up the Tupac things or the Tupac aspects of her, her book so that she could get justice for Pac. And so mm. obviously someone did just get arrested mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and has received uh, accusations or charges stating that they are the killer of Tupac, uh, Keefe D, which that's what everyone calls this guy. I don't, is that, I don't know if that's his real name everyone calls him that i guess that's like his his like what or no like crip name or what I, so there are a few people i've heard convincing arguments for that may have killed tupac um keefy d is one uh i think the other one's name is like orlando something and he was the one yeah so it's keefy d orlando whatever and i've always doubted this theory but i'm I've opened up to it more lately as I've thought about it and heard other people explain it. Q-Diddy. Now, it's, it's so obvious that it's like, why? No. You instantly say, knee-jerk, no, I need information because that's just, that's such a, that's the thing that a dumb person would say because the dumb person would be like, oh, you know, it was like uh, East Coast, West Coast. So like, you know, P. Diddy did it because it was East Coast. You know, like, that's what a moron would say instantly without thinking about it. Mm -hmm. But, 
I have heard enough things to be convinced that it's a possibility. But from what I understand, the Orlando guy, everyone in the streets believes that the Orlando guy is the one that did it. He oh, died okay. years ago. So there's no justice for Pac if he's the one. Damn. But yeah, so the Keefe D thing happened. I, hey, who knows? Maybe this is her one act of selflessness is to try to try to get get justice for Pac. I'm thinking I'm I'm considering it as a possibility at the very least. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I also think that it's just as possible that this is all extremely self-serving. Um yeah. because even if you just step away from the Tupac uh debacle, which seems like what she just wants it all to be about because she's kind of just like like fuck you will don't care about you no more talking about that soulmate tupac tupac is just one front of the war that she's waging against will smith <laughs> so i it's all but, quiet on the tupac front i suppose yeah because yeah nah so yeah the tupac thing like you said earlier i just think it's just really really funny in a really like debased and, and demoralizing way, that she just insists on refusing this, letting refusing to let this guy rest in death, because she just every like every three or four years she pops back up and she starts talking about this man and won't leave his name out of her mouth <laughs> and making everyone believe these things or at least telling everyone these things that it, I don't believe these things to be true. And like you said, I think that this is all just a part of her own like delusions of grandeur mixed with her trying to get back at her husband or something. We still don't really, and maybe it's in the book, I don't know, but we oh, still he's don't not know. her husband. They haven't been together for like seven years. I don't know. Well, if but they're still married. That. And so that, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a fun I'm distinction to make. Teasing. But when we get to it, that's a thing that she did speak about in, in the interview. She spoke at length about this in the interview. Um, yeah, Jada, not Jada, like, leave, leave Pac alone. Keep Tupac's <laughs> name out your fucking mouth. Like, slap. is there already Keep enough? I mean, but there are already enough people that continue to invoke this man, you know, like decades but, okay, after his death. Okay, interesting that you say that because, okay, so you, Keisha Morris, who he was actually married to, like for real, um, and also Kadita Jones, who, you know, was literally with him before he, like, went into a coma and then passed away. Um, both people who he was in tangible relationships with don't speak about this man at all, like even remotely close to the same degree that Jada does. And you could like make the argument of like levels of platform because obviously like there's a huge, um, yeah. you know, discrepancy, discrepancy whatever there's a big difference there between the levels of platforms of like this a-lister and then person who is not famous and then also kadita jones is just like is famous but like not jada pinkett smith no smith famous. um so i don't know i just find it incredibly interesting like the level of frequency of her speaking about this man when his like the women in his other women in his life who've had like more intimate relationships with him don't do that, and yeah. it you it I don't know we we don't need to we don't need to but we are gonna speculate on why. Um, 
It could be. I feel like it could be a lot of things. I feel like that could just be, like, the way that she processes grief, despite it being, like, a fucking long time ago. But I also feel like it could... I genuinely do think it is, like, more rooted in, like, a self-serving purpose. Because she's selling a book right now, you know? Yeah. And I do think that she could definitely be wanting to seek justice for him. Especially Mm -hmm. given, like, recent information that's been unveiled about that well she's the reason that the cold case became hot is that true yeah well she'll tell you that if you ask oh oh well i meant for real (laughs) (laughs) i meant in reality and not in jada pinkett world um but like i again like i i don't know what her intentions are but i do think it's like highly questionable given the context of like you're selling your fucking book right now um, you kind of need to say something, I guess, to get people talking about it. Cause I don't think anybody would have given yeah. two shits if she hadn't just said all this out of pocket shit, not just about Tupac, but also about Will Smith. Yeah. Um, excuse my partner's disturbance in the background. Um, no, I don't know. I just like. I just, I don't, I don't, I do not feel in my bones that this is all with entirely good intentions, you know? Yeah, I, I, I think that's a huge understatement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give her a benefit of the doubt, because at the end of the day, I don't wow. know any of these people. Because I, I don't this, fucking this, know them. This may be where my veteran status as as a reporter on, on the Smith situation really really gives me an advantageous position here i am so accustomed to this happening that i i know who these like i know them i know them more deeply than they know themselves (laughs) well given that do you have any like thoughts on the fact that she was just like yeah we haven't been together since like 2016 no yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and launch into my my um my recap of the the interview on the Today Show. Yay. So it started out, you know, they they did it in order the way I would imagine this memoir is, has been written, you know, in order. And so they mm. started out, and you know, they the the lady uh, Hada Hada Katab or something. I don't know how to pronounce the lady's oh. name. Okay. Hada Katab. Uh, so she was the one that was handpicked, I'm guessing, to interview uh, Jada Pinkett. <laughs> and so it started out. And of course, again, just like all great narcissists do when they're doing a rollout for something, they made every little bit and piece of the rollout fit into their narrative. And so what she did was they did this interview in like in, in this performance hall that was at the School of Performing Arts that she went to, which was the same school that she met. Tupac at. (laughs) And so, yeah, so they were on the stage um, as if, you know, her past self, the past Pac, the past everyone, maybe the haters, the lovers, you know, everyone was able to see her shine. Here's where I am 30 years later. So it started out. And so, yeah, they mentioned the setting. And then they started talking about a big bombshell that we got, which is Jada Pinkett used to sell crack. And uh, I saw I saw a post. I think it was like the Daily Loud or one of these dumb, you know, like like news sites or whatever. The Daily Dot or like yeah, 
Yeah, you you know these things. You know them because you see them litter your timeline if you ever go on Twitter. <laughs> but so, yeah. And so they, they tweeted an, an image of her and then an image of uh, of drugs, uh, mystery drugs being heated up on a spoon. And that was how they broke the, the news that she did say that she used to sell crack. Now, I, I was a little amused by this. Uh, as a nerd that just has always been interested in learning I'm not sciencey, but like right up to the point of knowing the basic science, mm. getting into learning about drugs. Um, oh, are we gonna get as, into crack science? Yeah, <gasps> just like Ooh. just like just like one man's blog. If anybody's out there, look up one man's blog guide to how to cook crack. Uh, there's a very funny comment in there from a guy who speaks about a legend named Thomas D. Um, that's just a gem. I'll, I'll let you guys hold on to that. Um, don't tell too many people. But uh, but anyway, yeah. And so I'm not aware of a recipe for crack that requires the user to heat it up on a spoon. <laughs> now, I know heroin, you, you do that crack? No, 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 to use it. Well, they were implying oh. it was, the image was of someone heating up a drug to use. And can it I, was not can crack, I, okay. it was heroin. <laughs> My, well, that has nothing to do with her. <laughs> I have an extremely low understand, like there, no, un I don't understand. I don't understand how you do or make crack, but I was under the impression that it involved like a glass pipe. Yeah, because yeah, there's no, there's no other way. I mean, maybe you could like like stick the thing it in that you could get a, like the, with the rose inside of it, like in a gas station. Well, there are a few. You know, crackheads are ingenuitive people. They've found a few ways to smoke crack, but that's just it. You smoke crack. Uh, if you want to do cocaine in some other way, you're not going to. You're not using crack. You're going to use some other form of cocaine. <laughs> but anyway, that's not relevant. That's not. I'm. I'm. We're lingering on a thing that's not important. But so, okay. yeah. So she spoke about how she used to sell crack. Um, we did not know that. And so this introduced a really interesting layer to the multiple sides of Jada Pinkett. So, mm -hmm. and they kept pounding it into our heads. Oh yeah, so it's like you've got Sweetheart in art school by day and the crack dealer by night. And so she okay. like told this, this like uh, near-death experience story where she almost got killed by somebody trying to rob her and this and that. Then it moved on to her talking more in detail about her time with Pac. And uh, as you would imagine, it was it was very slanderous. I believe there were mm -hmm. lots of lies being told, but these particular aspects of it didn't come up, and, like the things we just spoke about. And I think that may be because, <laughs> out of out of out of pursuit of journalistic integrity, NBC decided, you know what, I, we can't print these claims. We can just print her like her general story about the, the Pac days. So yeah, there was no mention of Pac possibly having alopecia, nor was there any mention of a uh, proposal while he was in jail. Um, it was just very like base level. And obviously she's been doing interviews everywhere. So like she might not have even mentioned it in this interview. Those two things she may not have mentioned, but I would, I, I would guess that she did and they just didn't want to include these claims that they can't verify. <laughs> Side note, did they go to the School of the Arts in North Carolina? No, 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 not in North Carolina. No, this was this was in Baltimore. Oh, because it says a Oh she okay, so she she went to the School of the Arts for a little bit. She acts like it was her life. 
I think she said she was a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pac was there. <laughs> I, I'm going to keep calling him Pac. <laughs> but he was there uh, for, uh, I think, acting or something. Um, yeah. But he was yeah, not a bad so. actor. I'm not going to lie. Oh yeah, he was he was he was all right in the things I've seen him in. He was a good actor, um, but he kind of played the same guy in both movies that I that I watched. Because he, you know, he was in Juice and then he was in Above the Rim. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh, don't I know of any other movies. It's really good. It's um well, it's not really good, but it's very entertaining. Um, everybody can go out there and check it out. But it's just a movie about a guy who's in high school and you know. What path is he going to take? Is he going to take the path where he plays basketball on a street team for a thug? It's like, you know, the thug being Tupac. Or is he going to take the straight route and go to college? And his mom's boyfriend helps him make those hard-hitting decisions as a man who's grappling with his own problems. (laughs) So that's kind of the story. But anyway, but yeah, so yeah, Pac came up. And then we kind of fast-forwarded, or we went through her career. And, you know, obviously, well, different people have different perspectives. I, I don't really believe she has had much of a career. You know, she was she acted in some stuff. Uh, but um, one oh, thing, have on you ever now. have you ever heard her music, though? park well it was like early 2000s i know it's like very i just didn't know yeah nah she she did this <laughs> she's a zombie so i had asked my mom about it when i first because again i've been following the story for a long time and so you know i brought it up to my mom one time i was like hey so like what's the deal with this chick like you've been an adult long enough to see her do all this and my mom was like yeah, yeah, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then I asked her, I was like, hey, and did you, like, hear her music? And my mom was like, oh, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> so okay, I'm not going to lie, her voice is pretty... She's a good singer. Yeah, no, she's a good singer, but this music sucks. It's definitely, it's <laughs> like, if I had to choose between this and Evanescence, like, you know what I'm going to pick. Oh, yeah. Like, it, this is just the kind of thing, like, you would make if you're really moody all the time, but if you create I knew all your no, problems. Okay, no, if I knew nothing about her, I would not be feeling, like, that type of way about it. I would just be like, okay, this is, like, that kind of music that got lost in history because it wasn't good enough for okay, people to care. Okay, but why would Will Smith's black wife <laughs> make this music otherwise? <laughs> I, wait, I what did you read? Wait, why do you think she made it for fun? No, no. What I'm saying is, I think she's crazy. <laughs> oh, and I think this was just the type of shit she was bumping crazy hard at the time, <laughs> and so she was like, "Hey, I can do that." But no, I'm not other... gonna lie. Like, old people really fucked with that music. No, I mean, I, hey, I, I like new metal. I'm, I'm not shitting. I'm a black person that likes new metal. I'm just saying. 
I'm, I, I think this just adds more color, more texture to the profile of J- Jada Pinkett that we can continue to kind of develop here. It's very textured uh, in some kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that was yeah. really interesting. Thank you for sharing with the class. I yeah. feel elevated in my understanding of her. I feel about the same about her as I did two minutes ago. Okay. That she kind of, she's on some. Not cracked, though. I'm not insinuating that. I'm just saying she's on one. But so. She's on one. And so the progression of the interview. So we went through this phase of her career. Uh, it was after, you know, she had initially, um, she had initially started her career out and she was on like different world and all the other things that she did you know, in, in like the mid nineties or whatever, went through this phase and then it landed us at the relationship problems. And this was really funny because, so we've already spoken a little, because we did the episode about the Chris Rock special. We've already spoken enough about the background on August Alsina and the whole entanglement and everything. I, um, well, I will say, Wait, do you want to give a little bit of a background of that? Like, just a really brief yeah, for, one? Yeah, for the people that weren't around before. Um, <laughs> but, so, you know, we, we spoke about it. So, long story short, there were grumblings in in the press that... Well, obvi- there, all, there have always been grumblings about them because they're just a really high-profile couple. But um, outside of just the basic Scientology theories and all these things... There were also grumblings that popped up right around the time that we have now learned, or it was a little sooner, but maybe like 2000, I want to say 14 or so, maybe even 13. There were grumblings that they were in an open relationship. People were saying this and it was kind of brought on because they, both of them were speaking together in some interview and they had both said like, yeah, you know, we're just the kind of couple, like it's lifetime. Till death do us part. You know, the way they talk. Till death do us part. That's just how serious this family is. Family is serious. And, you know, because of that, hey, look, one can go do something. One can go, one, the other can do something. But you know what? At the end of the day, we're always family, no matter what. <laughs> but so they did that. And so that kind of led to people speculating on their relationship. Then an additional layer was added on to this because there's an R&B singer uh, named August Alsina who had been threatening to tell that he had been in a relationship with Jada Pinkett. Um, and people had already been thinking something was fin- a little fishy because they would be seen in public and wait. They were more chummy than they should have been considering prior to us knowing about the relationship, the only connection between them was August Alsina was good friends with her son, Jaden. Mm-hmm. Um, so prior to us knowing anything, it, people were a little like, they were like, wait, what's going on? Why is she hanging out with this young boy? Yada, yada, yada. I'm going to find out, yes, they were in a relationship. It was a big moment because she, un- she unveiled the entanglement famously that she had with August Alsina. Um, mm, entanglement. was not cheating. They made it clear in the interview, the Red Table interview, that Will did not let her do it. Because women don't, aren't, uh, you, you can't let a woman do anything. Women do what they want to do. Women have agency and they will do what they want. And she chose to be in a relationship with August and Will just had to, he just had to be fine with it. We all know that Will did do a check and Joe Budden and them, they did a very good, 
encapsulation of this in, in their episode like years ago about this. And Jada's correct here. Jada's right when she was like, uh, listen, Will, the only one who can give permission to date me is me. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a fact. Big yeah. fact, Jada. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not true. <laughs> Will did that shit. <laughs> Will gave permission? With 1,000%. Hey, you see, he got all quiet with that. I'm like, right. Will was yeah, like, I hear you. Yeah, I, no, I, of, co- yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. What other way would it be? <laughs> it's but, your body, hey. your choice. <laughs> hey, hey, your body, your choice. But I kicked it with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we had a conversation. Hey, 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 yeah. hey, I probably would do. Yeah, yeah. We had a conversation. But I paid the bills sure. too, so. Yeah, yeah. Listen, sure. hey, I, I say all the time, sometimes women don't know all that a dude goes through to protect no. her. No that's idea. True. That's true. Right. And, nev- and never brings up any of it. Hey, I didn't even tell you that I parked next to dude car in the Wendy's and I had to get at him. <laughs> yeah. I had to holler at him with some nuggets. Yeah, right. the fuck? No matter how cucked you are, if your wife is fucking some dude, and not only is he some dude, but he's like your son's friend, <laughs> ay, ay, ay. has mental oh. health issues and stuff, you're going to I was about to say, like, didn't he also have like a pretty bad, like he had just gotten out of like dealing with like a lot of like abuse issues, not abuse, substance abuse. Yeah, um, he was apparently on drugs and like a close relative had just died. So he was going through, and that's what I was saying, he was going through some mental health issues. Um, and so ugh. the idea, that, and this, I, I mean, I just believe that this is true. I do believe this part, but I believe, I don't believe her characterization of the relationship. She took advantage of a young man. Who, I was about <laughs> who was to say, literally, <laughs> I mean, Jada, I still would love to talk to you, but also that kind of seemed a little predatory. She's a groomer. <laughs> well, I'm just like, I'm just saying, like, in general, it's just like, if this had not been a famous person, like, let's pretend this is random people. But if you heard about, like, you know, like your friend is like, yeah, my mom fucked my friend. And also, <laughs> he, she's married, but I guess she decided to be in a relationship with my friend who had just gotten through like a death in the family, uh, substance abuse problems, this and that, this and that. Mental he was health like suicidal. Issues. Yeah. Like that. I mean, just period. That just doesn't, that doesn't sit too good in my tummy. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> but so, yeah. So that, 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 that was a thing going on. And one of the things that one of the the bits of commentary that I saw a lot around the time that this was revealed during the Red Table interview, um, people were kind of making a comparison between Will and his alleged affair outside of their marriage and her confirmed affair outside of the marriage. Um, There, obviously, everyone knows there are rumors that Will Smith and Margot Robbie have some kind of relationship. I believe it to be true. He looked really happy with her in the picture. Yes, oh, very happy. He was I, glowing. Post like two thousand eight, allegedly. Will Smith, <laughs> no, he was no like any any Will the 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 most dedicated I have seen Will Smith in a movie after like two thousand eight was when he played uh, opposite of Margot Robbie in some I forget the name of it, but it was, was a it movie where the Suicide Squad movie where she no, was no, like, uh, oh, I never ended up really watching. That's not my vibe. Regardless, uh, they were in a movie never, together. 
But yeah, no, they were in a movie that was actually, it was like a heist movie where they were like pulling a heist on a casino or something. And it was kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing. But that's the most dedicated to a role I've seen that man (laughs) since maybe Hitch. (laughs) 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 So I believe it. And so what people were saying was they're basically saying like, this just kind of gives you an indication of the differences in these people's character. Will Smith, when he goes outside the marriage, knows, or Will, knows to choose a woman who has some discretion, <laughs> who he's not taking advantage of, who won't feel terrible. Right, yeah, exactly. And um, it's, it's age peer, it's like level of fame peer, it's like mental, just like, like, like acuity peer, like yeah. everything, he made sure he chose someone who he knew was going to be good for the enterprise of their marriage and their family. And when you're not predatory, you don't even need to tend to uh, take that into consideration because you will just not fuck with people who are like half your age and like in distress. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I don't have, know. I have no issue with any of that. I think I, I think, hey, people with substance abuse problems need a date too. You can't like you can't not be saying afraid that, to date but come someone. On, no, but you know what I'm no, saying. You know what I'm, like, no, but you you know what I'm saying. I agree you with know you. what I'm saying. Well, I agree with you on principle that she is a fucked up person and took advantage of that guy. But he's also a grown man. He can make his own decisions in life. It, 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 ultimately, the reason I think that there's a problem here is because she chose to do this with someone who she knew would not have discretion. Who she knew it was, she knew this was a messy situation, and she let it happen anyway because. Ultimately, all she's concerned with is her own happiness and her own immediate joy, her own immediate gratification. Will was thinking enough about this family in a, like, in a family sense, but probably more importantly in a business sense, and said, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to have an affair with some dumb person who's going to be spilling all our business. She did. And so, yeah, he's anyway. just married to that person. <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, it takes a little bit of uh, away. It takes away from some of that credit I just gave him. But so yeah, so that was a thing that ended up happening, and that obviously has been coming back up because in these interviews, she has been speaking even to even greater detail about their marriage. She ended up revealing this was another bombshell that they have not lived in the same house since 2016. They have been separated since 2016. Like. She was, like, surprised that he referred to her as his wife in the infamous slap. And and she related that surprise to the fact that they had been separated for all these years. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, she's an abuser. <laughs> Jada Pinkett is an abuser, and this is where I will agree with what you said. I don't think she's... I, I don't want to frame it as a predator, but she's an abuser for sure. She has been emotionally abusive and manipulative to Will. She obviously was doing that to August. But at a certain point, I do think that we have to hold him accountable for his role. And I'm not saying you aren't, but like generally people don't seem to want to hold him accountable. Who, Will or August? Will. Okay. He chose to to stick with this lady. I, I don't know if she was always this like crazy, but she's she's that way now and he chose to stick with her through all of this and let her put him through the ringer like this 
I feel like we were having the opposite conversation the last time we discussed them, where you were just like, well, women can be abusers, too, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. No, I I still feel that way. But I also think he's a grown-ass man. He's letting this happen. If you let somebody do this enough times, it's on you. You know, a couple times of embarrassing you in public, okay. I don't, but I don't, I don't know if I agree with that because, like, there is like a cycle that happens with abuse, you know. And like again, I don't want to speculate too too much about like whether or not any party is abusive necessarily, but I do think that they are both toxic together. Like, they are just a toxic couple, and they're very openly toxic. Or at least, well, she's pretty open about it. (laughs) But, um... I mean, when when she has said the things that she feels he's done wrong, I had trouble parsing together what exactly it was that he did. Um... The only thing that I could really identify that she said he did that seems to be a, that is a real thing to me is that he was because he's, you know, I'm not going to qualify it. He was apparently not paying attention to her needs, not prioritizing her needs and in his own way being selfish in their relationship. But the example she gave was like the, the worst example you could give for someone being selfish. Like I get her rationale, but it's still stupid. She said that. The big thing that made her feel awful about him being selfish was he had thrown a big 30-year birthday party for her, and she had been apparently telling him leading up to the event that she wanted to have a low-key affair. Uh, Not affair in the sense of Margot Robbie, but affair in the sense of an event. And um, he threw her like a, a, a banger, like crazy party with all the celebs invited and shit. And that like, that, that just like destroyed her and made her feel like he didn't give a shit about her because he did what he wanted to do as an extrovert <laughs> and it was her birthday. Um, made, made it about himself kind of deal. Right, exactly. It sounds like they both do a lot of that. Well, <laughs> I don't but know. I'm, I'm sorry. And again, th- this brings a, another, another, an additional dimension to this. Um, so obviously, uh, if you're a listener, you know that we both are interested in, in astrology. Um, I have never gotten met and gotten to know a Virgo that 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 has a good heart. <laughs> oh, Every Virgo I've ever no. met and gotten to That's... know okay. has, had a, has had a, a, a like a rotten heart. She's a Virgo. Will is a Libra. I'm a Libra. Now, and I, we can do this on maybe another episode, but I have a polemic. On, on, on the hatred that Libras receive on the internet because I think it is totally unearned and unwarranted. I think people just hate people that are fun and are diplomatic. Every complaint you ever see about Libras, it's always like, oh, they're too fun. Oh, they like... God, they, they like to no, get, they that like is to, no, not... No, no literally, that that's is it. not it. it. That is not it. Oh my God, that literally sounds like when on. you're in an interview and you're just like, oh, I'm just... I work too hard. Like, I just... No, but that's it. No, because no, every time it. I see, so I'll phrase it, I'll be fair and phrase it the way they say it. What they say is that Libras are fake, and they're fake because they're friends with everyone. They're fake because, like, they don't seem to have emotions. They're not, uh, they're it's not more like, like a Gemini complaint, honestly. 
Well, they're air signs, so it's yeah. th- that's one of those things that's shared. But that's a thing that that I see people say. Um, they say all these things. They say, yeah, like I said, like they're 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 fake because they they're friends with too many people. I don't trust them because they're this, they're that. I, I think they're lying to me. All these things. Again, I I have when when the day has come, I will go on my polemic about Libras and the hatred that we receive. But Will's a Libra, and okay. This is an instance where we can see some of the weaknesses of a Libra because he is diplomatic to a fault. He's a pushover in this particular situation that we can tell. He is a bit uh, overeager for attention. That's true. I, I, it was so funny. I, I saw it like when we were watching the documentary, I said to my wife, because there was this uh, little shot that they had where they were both walking in the red carpet and he did like the fakest like wave, like the fakest audience wave I've ever seen in my life where he was like, you know, doing that thing where it's like waving like, oh shit, it's you. Yeah, what's up? You know, that kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, that's like, that's toxic Libra behavior. I, I do that. I'll like show up to a place with a bunch of people I know and just like, like act crazy happy to see somebody I'm kind of happy to see. <laughs> okay well all right we don't need to go too too much into the astrology thing but i do think it is well obviously i think it's personally important to talk about if we're gonna deep dive into a whole ass like relationship between people yeah. but like you know i love libras you're a libra my partner's a libra i'm a libra rising i love libras beyonce's a libra rising I love me Libra, but, um, no, he definitely, (laughs) he definitely has, if you could pick a celebrity that showcases, like, the most toxic traits of your sign, I think he would be a really good example for men, male Libras. Like, I'm, I'm a Leo. I definitely, I love me some JLo, but I think that she really does show off the worst bits of Leo bitches because I'm like, oh my god, yeah. JLo. <laughs> yeah, she's a lot. Or yeah. alternatively, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence does a similar thing to me where you are just really making me uh have a little bit of an identity crisis with my own chart, just with your behavior, you know? But that's why you don't get too, too, too invested in astrology to that degree where you're like... Ref- like comparing yourself to other people who just have like one planet that aligns with yours, you know? Yeah. But at the end I of mean, the day, like, I mean, it's rare. It's very important. And so that's the, why I yeah. always focus on that because that's, you know, there's a reason why over time, that's the thing that casual followers of this stuff will still always pick up. But like, if you do just look at it on a really surface level, like if we're just talking about sun signs, I am peeping his birth chart. It's very, stressful i'll say that but if you do just look at it just on sun signs virgo and libra i don't think uh, i don't don't really think it's known to be a good pairing at all um well i can speak from experience it's not a good pairing (laughs) um it it, and I also kind of think, again, like surface level astrology, if you look at like the issues that they both seemingly have with one another or have articulated themselves about their relationship, it does seem very um, reflective of what that relationship would seem like in my mind, especially like with the example that you had just given about him throwing this like big ass 
stupid ass party for her when she had like explicitly requested the opposite and but you it, know she probably wasn't saying it in a way where it was like like seriously look you in the eye you cannot make a big deal out of my 30th birthday party you know it was you, in this like woman like nagging kind of way where it was like Hey, so by the way, you're not thinking about like, you know, like that type of like passive aggressive. I don't know. I actually do think I could see her just being like, no, you know, I don't know. I just like I could see that happening. I could I could see that being a problem. And it could where be where they both just situation. have like different um, preferences because I don't. I, OK, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I remember reading a while ago about how she had planned in her mind like that she was just gonna go off the grid like live in the middle of nowhere type shit well she revealed that she pretty much right before um mingling with will to that degree like she was planning on taking a totally different route in life and then with getting with him it kind of sounds like the exact opposite happened so i know that's not true you know she's she's so starred for attention. There was no way, with a with a with a fledgling career, that she was going to go, go off the grid. You know that's not true. But again, like the fact that she I don't would lie, I don't know that's but, not true. But but, but, but the but, but the fact that she would lie about that does give me the indication that in some way, deep to her core, she does want that. Even if I don't believe she ever actually just wanted to do it, I, I do believe that. Like yeah, like she's kind of got that brooding like internal kind of spirit you know again like in a, in a virgo kind of way like very like calculating needing time to sit with with things and think about things i will say though okay because i feel like we've You're done too kind all this. To this woman i'm too kind i was the one that was saying that like there's no fucking way that tupac proposed to you in five days when he was doing this and that the third and no like there's no and then you were the one that was like no actually like, uh, like okay yeah so you know what i'm a leader I don't wait, hear that. Is, is that toxic what it's bad to consider all sides now <laughs> i didn't say that i didn't say that at all but you're not letting me do the same and i'm just saying if we don't continue to like speculate on what may have happened like and we did just take her word for it like i could see this being contributed contributory to like developing resentment over time you know because if you, you like imagine like you were in that position of like i'm about to go off the grid like you know i don't this isn't for me blah 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 then you get entangled with will smith who is already like big so i'm not saying that she wasn't also famous but like she wasn't and you know she wasn't famous like him (laughs) she was a celebrity but she wasn't a list celebrity like he has been for like decades at this point you know what i mean so to be in the mindset of like i'm going off the grid fuck you know not trying to do this anymore and then you do the literal opposite where you get involved with one of the most famous people period like uh i you know again i'm not saying that this is definitively true or not i'm just saying i could see that in of itself turning into resentment over time especially if you have issues with communication and um 
just not wanting the same things fundamentally. And to be fair, I do think that that's something that she has articulated. It's just that they're like very different people with very different desires and expectations. So I do, I do, the last few years, I do. I just want to say like that we're not dogpiling on her. We are questioning. Okay, you can do that all you want on your corner over there. I'm not dogpiling on her. I'm just saying that I think that there are legitimate questions to be had about facts. Especially Tupac. Like, can you please stop talking about Tupac when he's been trying to rest in peace, but you won't let him? And I just, I don't know. I, I feel like things are very, like, obviously, just even from what we have been told from her mouth it seems like things are pretty fucking complicated but i can imagine it extending way beyond even what has been divulged and what is or is not true because even just that in of itself it's just like well you know yeah so i'm not trying to like i was just gonna say i saw people saying like people joking like oh yeah you know will found out they've been separated at the same time we did And I could see like, that too, unfortunately. Yeah, um, wait, did like you, you see? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like you alluded to earlier, uh, one of the things that she's spoken about recently was that she was shocked that he referred to her as his wife when, you know, mm-hmm. when, when the Chris, when the Oscars thing happened. Um, and that does beg the question did she just decide that they were separated because they were living together and they never actually like agreed on that together? I don't know why you're shaking your head no. I, well, if I they haven't <laughs> been living in the same house for that many years, I don't know how else you could articulate that to somebody. Well, I suppose this could be where a Libra can be fake, because I see the logic from a guy where it's like, okay, we're working out our marriage. And again, maybe I don't know if this is a guy thing or if this is just kind of like a me thing and kind of maybe a Libra male thing. Mm. Okay, we're working on our marriage. We moved into separate houses because, like, we're just going to be a little open for a little bit to just see what else is, see if we're really happy in this. But we're still married, and I still, like, you're my wife. I'm married to you. I I wouldn't hold on to the marriage if I didn't feel like you were my wife, even if we're going through problems. And so, to me, I can totally see the logic behind if you never had a conversation where where it was explicitly stated that we are, like, separated, then you could think, we're still married, we're not separated. Like, obviously, they're still married legally, but, like, we're still married emotionally. We're just doing something else right now. I can totally see that. Like, that's so possible to me. I can see myself falling into that situation where because we never directly addressed it, I felt like I was being led on to believe we were still a thing. And then, yeah, like, when when my wife is doing a book, you know, it press tour, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't even realize we were separated. I thought we were just doing doing a thing for a little bit, you know? And again, this is all speculation. I don't know. This was just a joke. I don't know if he, you know, we we have no way of knowing. Well, on that note, did you see do you did you see his like big Instagram post for her birthday where it was like all these like cute pictures of them over time and like I love you boo boo boo. And then she I assume in response to that posted a video of her and Tupac singing to Will Smith's song. 
and then being that. like, isn't it so crazy how the three of us are so intertwined? Like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, girl, yeah. what is going on? Oh, you really get Oh, my God.